Since you enjoy this show, I thought I'd throw out there another podcast you might like. It's a show about the intersection of design, technology, and the creative process. It's the Design Better podcast. And in each episode, hosts Eli Woolery and Aaron Walter bring you conversations with inspiring creative thinkers like John Cleese and David Sedaris, people who bring design and technology together like Tony Fadal, co-inventor of the iPhone and the iPod. So far, some standout episodes for me have been when they talk to John Cleese of Monty Python about creativity. That is one of my favorite topics and one of my favorite people. Then also one of my favorite musicians, Tycho, about his creative process. And they talk with Seth Godin about how creativity is an act of generosity. I've always been fascinated by design, the creativity behind it, the implementation of it, both to improve our lives from a functionality and user interface standpoint, also from an artful bringing beauty into the world approach. So whether you're a design curious person like me or a design pro, Design Better is a great listen that inspires and informs. Subscribe to the Design Better podcast at designbetterpodcast.com or in your favorite podcast app like the one you're using right now. Welcome back to another episode of Beyond the To-Do List. I'm your host, Eric Fisher, and this is the show where I talk to the people behind the productivity. This week, I'm excited to share with you a conversation that I had with Ryan McRae. He's been on the show a number of times, and this is a great conversation we had a while ago that just fits this season of life. It's about this Danish word, hygge which, you know, there's some differences in what we thought it was translated as and then we look what we looked it up as and what it sounded like. But ultimately, it gets down to this recharging word, this, this moment in this season, in this seasonality of life and the seasonality of the seasons of the calendar year. And I was just talking the other day to my friend uh, who's been on the show before, Jeff C., about how this week of Christmas vacation and other holidays at this time of year where we're wanting to end the year well and we're wanting to wind down and we're wanting to rest. But at the same time, it's like, oh, man, I got to gear up for the next year. And it's like this tension between resting and preparing for the next thing and closing out the last thing and feeling stuck in the middle of all that. And this Hugue word just for me epitomizes this moment where it's like, no, screw all that. Forget the past. Yeah, close it down, but close it down before you get to this season, if you can help it. And maybe even do some of the pre-prep, if you can, before this moment. But take some time and get guilt-free and just stop hustling. Stop grinding. We talked about that recently with Joel Kahn. I think those are seasonal things. I think those are brief sprints. And I'm even saying this Hugue word is about stopping doing the normal altogether for a temporary period of time to recharge and not try to pull fruit off the vine as it's cold and wintry out, metaphorically. So anyway, I think you're going to really enjoy this conversation with Ryan McRae and get something great out of it. This week, it is my privilege once again to welcome back Ryan McRae to the show. Welcome back, Ryan. Hey, Eric. One of the things we talk about in productivity all the time is basically, it basically it's avoiding burnout. Right. And, and we're on the brink of it all the time and just don't know it, I think, these days. Yeah. Well, one of the most dangerous things about burnout is that a stage of it is when you go numb, like you don't realize it. And so now like you're still burning away and you're like, yeah, but I, 
I feel fine. It's like, no, your nerve endings, your mental nerve endings are like so shot. They can't register pain anymore. And by the time they do, you're like, you're done. You got to like, cut off a limb. <laughs> yeah. You've, you've, yeah. You've completely, we've all heard that, that story of we're like, how did that guy burn out? He was doing just fine. And then he went from, you know, 10 to zero like that. Mm-hmm. And that's we're like, well, that's, that's literally burnout is you've, it is, you've gone too far. You've gone too far. Yeah. Um, and I was, I was listening to the excellent creative by the great Todd Henry. And he was talking about how, you know, you have these seasons of productivity that if you start producing like a machine, your work will look like it was produced by a machine because it was produced by a machine. And, <laughs> you know, I'm just trying to push all this content out on my blog and, making sure everybody's happy. You know, I'm not really checking in with myself, but you know, is everybody else happy? Does everybody else think I'm smart? And, uh, I just noticed, I'm like, man, I, I am just, I'm empty. I'm producing on, I'm running on fumes here. Yeah. So, um, the season that we're into this winter, for those of you in California, it's when it gets cold <laughs> and you have to stay in. Um, yeah, it's, it is time. blowing. Pr- well, you're in the windy city, right? Yeah, I'm I'm in a flat plains area and it, and it's blowing pretty hard today. Oh, yeah, it's when, yeah, it's right right out today and it's 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 a very we're having a very super warm day. It's like in the 60s, but tomorrow it's in the 30s. Yes. So welcome to the Midwest. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, but, so I, I think I think this is that time of year though where uh, it's almost a good thing for us to follow maybe this the nature of the weather <laughs> and the seasons that. You can't be on all year round and expect to be producing something that is of quality or it will turn into a robot's work. Not to right. mention the, the machine will start to break down. Mm-hmm. So not only will it, not only will the high quality stuff become just low quality, you'll then start to get to the point where you can't even function. Right. And you won't, you right. won't notice that till it starts to like, at, like it's it's like that you skip your oil change in your car for so yes. long and then suddenly it starts chugging in other yeah. words and it's at the worst possible time most of the time yeah and this is that time of year where ironically things ramp up when they oh. should be downshifting like you've said yeah people in the holidays they just push and push and make sure this is good and make sure timmy gets the right gifts and <laughs> bop, 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 and um, we just kind of fill it. And then what happens is there's like gap between like, like Christmas and new year's where it's like, people are like, Oh now what about my you know resolutions and how am I <laughs> yes. going to change? And it's like, well, you're in this total frantic blitz out state. Of course you feel like you need to change. Like, you, you know, like, ah, oh, it's all shipwrecked. Yeah. Because you, e- you burnt it out. even, even before being involved in the online, entrepreneurial business, whatever you want to call it world. I still felt that I still felt like expectations for December, super high. There's this gap then between, Oh, that's done now. And Oh crap, a new year. Right. You know? And it's like this gap of freak out in the quiet of nothing's happening right now. I want to go sit and watch TV to numb myself. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, eat eat like a plate of like Rice Krispie treats. Oh gosh, that that so good. Disgusting. Right God, now, Henry. In a weird yes. way. Um, uh, but that's good. It's good for me to think that that would actually sound disgusting 
<laughs> I, I, because that's my my brain and my body coordinating to say no that's not that's not who you should be anymore no i'm, no. I'm proud of that actually yeah. so Good. but uh so there's this danish word that i thought was pronounced hygge and it's not uh and and you thought it was pronounced what hoogie hooga hooga kind of like a hooga yeah. but not yeah and and i read somewhere that it's huga that so, might be I think you might be onto it. Pick your pronunciation, but we'll Huga. go. You want to decide on which one we? We'll go. I'll go Hugo. With okay, you. I'll go Hugo with you. You know what? I think it's Hugo because Hugo is also a Danish name. So it's yeah. and I have a lot of those in my mom's side of the family. So, but what is this word? What does this mean? Why is this perfect for us to be talking about right now? Hugo is this Danish word about being comfortable, cozy, warm. It's like when it's raining outside and you have like this quilt on you and you're drinking like tea and you're reading a book and it's quiet. Um, it's just like that comfortable feeling of like being in a cabin and just the world is kind of shut away somewhere and you're just enjoying time with family and friends. It could be just a quiet night of board games and but like electronics aren't running the show. They're just. Um, it's just a time to settle. Um, and that's kind of the season we're in. And, and as I think about the season we're in, instead of like being this like producing machine, gross machine, um, it's a time of just reflection of intake. Um, what I decided to do was like, I'm not going to write for, you know, anything attempt anything profound for a good month. And I've noticed I can read more. I enjoy it. It's not for like, I'm reading this so I can write this. It's just, I'm reading this because I simply enjoy it. If there's no, with this word, there's no like, you know, I'm doing this so that later on I can X, Y, Z. It's just, I'm here and I'm present. So, yeah. So to me, it sounds like, and my interpretation of it is, it's like a feeding of the soul and yes. the body. Even. Yes. Or or let me put it differently. It's it's feeding of the soul, but you can feed your soul by feeding your mind or mm -hmm. your spirit or your body. All the components that make up us as people, feeding yeah. all those components and then that feeds yeah. your soul or something. I yeah. don't know. Anyway. And it, and it revolves around and I would say it revolves around rest. Yes. Like, there's nothing I'm not you know, grinding anything out. I'm not frantically writing notes. It's just very smooth and easy. It's very, you know, um, it, and in the in Danish culture, um, there's, they try to cut down on electrical lights. We're just going to use candles, yeah. you know, the meals, they're usually in slow cookers. So you can just, Hey, whenever you need to eat, eat, whenever you need to drink, we put drinks out. It's kind of like, not, you know, you're on your own. Um, and in the most comfortable way. Um, and I, and I actually was thinking about this when you did the, like that pub crawl. Yes. Productivity pub crawl. Part of that, part of that was, you know, I'm with my friend and he is, he's with me mm -hmm. and we're doing this together. And so, you know, when people, as we, you know, the show's about productivity. When I think of this, it's like, you know, I've had friends invite me over and I'm like, Oh, what are we going to do? We're just going to play board games and read. And I'm like, that, that sounds great. And there's no agenda. There's no like, you know, there's, a, there's soup on the stove and end of list. That's, yeah. 
Come as you are. It's not about yeah. tackling some problem. It's not even about like passively watching a movie. It's about like right. enjoying each other's presence, whatever's happening. Right. Kind of a thing. You know, and, and I could sit and read a book. You could sit and read a book and there's no, um, yep. there's, you know, there's no, uh, agenda. It's an yeah. agenda night, which I think in our holiday season, we kind of like, it's all agenda. <laughs> you no, know, it's all like, you gotta make sure the presents are, then this celebration and it's yeah December birthdays we got to take care of those and so yeah yeah for somebody who's first coming across this concept which they've heard they've had to have heard some of the components of this concept before because I've talked about it on the show before with you know in terms of rest or in terms of not you know basically avoid avoiding burnout um, having a weekend not working in right. the evenings, all these kinds of different components. But what we're talking about here is specifically taking a, I don't know, a chunk of time out of the year and designating it as like, it's not that you're not doing the things you're responsible for. You're going to work. You're doing those things. Right. But this is the time where you're not, you, you have especially cleared out the schedule in order to do this, in order to recharge Without a purpose of then being more productive later, although that is a benefit, it does happen. Right, but it's not the goal, right? Right, it's a time of reflecting inside, thinking about um, the year that has gone on, um, but just having that be a big a rest being a big component, um, because the weather is literally for most of us <laughs> telling us to slow down. Yeah, and rarely, you know. It's like this season of you have permission to slow down, to enjoy that book, to rest and not have this crazy um, hyper life that sometimes we, you know, we get addicted to. You know, we I, there's about a, a billion medium articles. That's like the word busy is like the new like you know, snob word. We're like, I'm busy. Like I'm busy. I'm busier than you. It's like, when did, when did this happen? Like when did, you know, um, you know, like, ugh. so I want to, my goal in life is to not be busy. You know, like I, I I want to, I I think of busy as being like crumbs inside of everything that I just want to sweep away and get out of my way. You know, that's what it feels like. It feels that if, if I had to have a, tangible kind of an or emotional feeling to having too many things on my calendar or too many things that I've said yes to that maybe aren't even on my calendar. They're like crumbs in my life. I want to sweep away. Yeah. And, and, you know, and practical ways to kind of embrace this would be, you know, um, people are like, I got Ryan, I got fail. I have like six kids. Like, how does this work? You know, I have, I have friends of mine and they're like, they go into what I call like slow cooker world for the next two months where they're like, everything is in a crock pot or, you know, I have friends of mine who've got multiple ones and dinner is just like dinners in the crock pot. There's bowls and spoons there, you know, and they eat together or they just kind of slow it down. So it's not like this. We have to have everything be formal and let's, you know, it's just kind of come as you are. Um, but, and they, you know, they eat around, maybe watch something, you know, holiday ish, or they just sit and chill and, but just kind of reducing all the things that go on because, um, one, the weather doesn't cooperate with simple things anymore for a while. So, um, but that's one way is just kind of simplifying dinner. Um, 
Well, and, and that's and that's one step of consciously lowering the expectations. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. One one thing my my late mother instituted was the day after Thanksgiving, you could not buy anything for yourself until until like a holiday. And I was like, oh, but it like reduced like materialism and yeah. made you appreciate what you have. You, you did, you know, it was like, it kind of cut me off from my, you know, I think she was just, I think she was a minimalist at heart, my mother. So, yeah. uh, but that was one way. Um, and then just, uh, you know, allowing on the weekends, just making it, Hey, let's sleep in. Let's not have a ton of, of activities during this time. Still searching for a great candidate for your company? Don't search, just match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch that busy work. Instead, use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. I wish I had Indeed when I was in the hiring process in roles in the past because it is a slow, arduous headache of a process to find the right people or at least it used to be, join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to find and hire great talent fast. In fact, in the minute I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed according to Indeed data worldwide. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash to-do list. Just go to Indeed.com slash to-do list right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash to-do list. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So I think another way that we could move forward with the Hugie, Hugo Hogany. Oh, yeah, well, I don't know. We'll put it in the show notes. Hoagie. There we go. Mm, that sounds good. Oh, anyway. Um, Huga, Huga, right? Huga. That's what we said. Yep. Huga, um, is, which may sound antithetical to what we were just talking about, but making lists, having checklists, yeah. kind of oh, as, yeah. especially for us ADHD people. Yes. Some, a, a yeah. guide, if you will. Like, yes. Whether that's a bare minimum of, okay, here are the things that, like, if I want to fully switch off, okay, here are the things that, like, still have to get done. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Or for somebody else who's over, you know, they're frenetic and overactive. This is you paring it down to just this list. I read the book by, uh, I'm going to just destroy his name. I'm sorry, listeners. Atul Gawande. Okay. He wrote the, the checklist manifesto and he's a surgeon and it is about developing checklists in the hospital to reduce infection. So one hospital just had this outrageous and, you know, Whenever they do a central line into the chest, boom, there'd be, you know, 30% of people were getting infections. And he's like, why? Are, why? And so he developed a checklist and then it went down to 0.5%. And you would just follow this step by step. And he gave all the power to the nurses to manage the checklist instead of the doctors because they found the doctors were like, yeah, yeah, like I don't need to wash my hands, whatever. So they run through this checklist and then, um, boom, look, people weren't dying uh, in the hospital from a non-related, um, you know, incident, what got them there in the first place. So, um, I was reading this and I was like, okay, how can I implement some checklists in my life? And, um, 
I have a day off checklist. So I work, I work retail. So it's kind of a weird schedule. So it's like, I have Wednesday and, you know, Monday off. So I was like, it was hard for me to schedule these things. So I was like, I'm just going to make a day off schedule and my day off. I run through this checklist of all the things to do, tidy the house, um, write, I'm a writer, write a thousand words that, 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 because when I get up, I'm exhausted and I don't want to come up with what I have to do. Yeah. I don't want to, I, all I have to do is just on my Evernote um, is look at this checklist and run through it. And by the end, now you're like, Oh, how long is this checklist? It's about eight things, eight, eight, nine things. And at the end of it, I've, I can look around the house and it doesn't look like a fraternity has been, staying in my apartment. Um, I've shopped for the day, you know, like <laughs> I've, I've done adult things, but yes. we're like, can't you just know those things? I'm like, no, as a, as a gentleman with ADHD, my brain doesn't have a really good, uh, reminder. It's, I have to have to outsource it. So there's this checklist. I've done it when I'm not tired and, and I'm like, at the end of the day, what do I want to do? And then I have a checklist. that's like days I work. And so I get up about seven. I usually work at noon and it's just, it's a briefer checklist, but it's like, Hey, make sure you pack your lunch that, 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 and get that done. Um, and that helps me do that. But any, any process that I repeat more than three times, I try to generate a checklist, a travel checklist. And, and you can find these on the internet. Like these aren't, this isn't like this newest, hottest thing is like a what list. Is this checklist you speak oh, of? Tell me more <laughs> um, for 1999. Um, yeah, we'll, uh, but you know, a travel checklist, but I kind of make it my own cause that's how I, that's how I roll. But, um, yeah. And it's just, it's helped me out a lot just to offload the amount of like brain power. It's like, well, um, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna do this. I have a financial one where it's like once a month, I have a reminder that kicks out that says financial checklist. I hit a button. And it's like, check your retirement, check your this, and then I'm done. And I know I'm, I'm kind of on board with that. Yeah. I think that for a lot of people out there, so they're thinking, okay, so I need to make a holiday checklist. I need to do what Santa does is make a list and then check it twice. Um, and I think, and here's, here's the thing, like the holidays, the nat- the holidays naturally add in more expectation and more things to do. Mm-hmm. But if we have this checklist and it's out of sight, out of mind and less stressful to us because we've then outsourced it, even if we're not ADHD, half the time we're acting like it because of our devices. But right. uh, if we have it outsourced and out of our mind and we're not constantly thinking, oh, I have to remember to go get this person's gift or I have to this or this person needs a dinner made for them. And, you know, I said I'd do that. Like if all that stuff is stored away in an out of your head thing, you're automatically going to get the benefit of exercising less mental RAM and moving more towards the Huga. But also say then, oh, you know what? I'm going to take two hours on a Saturday afternoon and I'm going to then knock as many of those things on that list out or take a moment and prioritize the list and then knock a bunch out and then suddenly breathe, breathe a sigh of relief because the stuff's getting done. Right. Or ask for help. <laughs> Something we right. don't often Outsourcing do. that is um, pretty wise. Like I, I've done it where I'm like, you know what? I'm going to kind of put some money aside, freelance a little bit. 
and I'm going to have someone you know, take care of the house cleaning during the holiday season. So I don't have to worry about it. Um, I've had, um, at the church I went to for a long time, the youth would do fundraising. They would do like, they'll wrap your presents. And I was like, oh, <laughs> that's amazing. It's amazing. And I'm like, here you go, nerds. And I would just push those <laughs> gifts. And then, you know, a couple hours later, I'd come back and behold. And I didn't, I, I actually didn't, like if a five-year-old wrapped it, they would do a better job than, oh, than I was. So I was, like, I was like, oh, I bless you and your house. So yeah, Same here. I can't wrap a present to save my life. But Yeah. Uh, so if, if you can offload anything during this holiday season, you know, pick to go to the strengths. Like someone's really good at this. Please, please feel free to to do that. And and or if you're really good at something, offer it. Like you know, kind of take that in if you enjoy it. If you enjoy out yeah. there, if you enjoy wrapping presents, please be a blessing to those around you. Like I, me yeah. and Eric. So what's funny was literally this morning I was sitting at my son's kindergarten school with my mother-in-law and my wife to watch his you know cutie little Christmas program thing for mm-hmm. twenty twenty-five minutes, and. It was funny when they were sit- I was listening to them talk and they were sitting there talking about, you know, my house. Oh gosh. I hope, hey, forgive me if you listen to this. They don't, but, uh, <laughs> they were both talking about our houses are both a mess. And I've often said, like, what is cool is they both will actually have no problem cleaning the other person's house, but we don't want to do our own. Right. And I'm like, yeah. take a half hour, go over there and, you know, swap the cleaning and just get it done. <laughs> There is an untapped resource of trading tasks with someone else. Oh, yeah. And not feeling like it's your thing you're doing, but you're doing a favor for somebody else and vice versa. And like, even you could do that with meal swapping. Like, oh, I'm going to oh. make you guys dinner tonight. Cool. And I'll, I'll do it for you tomorrow night or vice versa. Oh, or, yeah. You know, or even double batching it. Like, yep. that'd be amazing. Absolutely. Anyway. Yeah. So this is one of those things that like, and there again, feeding of the, soul through the feeding of the body and the companionship, et cetera. Yep. So, you know, you could, you could have everybody over for a gift wrapping party, you know, and, and then you're all together, you're all doing it, you know, sharing that resource, having, you know, making that a, making that a thing instead of everybody doing it by themselves. So, yeah. How yeah. do you then suggest we, I mean, is, is there a way to come out of this or, I mean, January still pretty cold around here, even right. February, like we're talking kind of predominantly holiday stuff here, but I want to say like, what if you took, you know, what if you literally said, no, the weather outside, gosh, it's fri- fright- it's frightful. I was going to say, and then I thought, am I going to really say it? And I did. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> and now I'm going to say, and the fire is so delightful. It but is, anyways, right? um, this season, even though the quote holiday season passes pretty quickly, right. the season of being able to have the weather indicate, depending upon where you are, that you should be dormant and recharging and not yes. trying to have like fruit that. come off of you <laughs> if you were a right. meta- metaphorical plant. Um, for an extended period of time, what, like, have you done that before more than just say December? Um, I, I haven't really, I probably but I have. want I don't to, you think know, I, um, I haven't done a lot of like launches or written like a book in January and like, look what I did. But I think it's the nature of, you know, I do most of my reading probably December through February. I burn through books because 
Um, I don't want to go outside. I, I make a conscious effort to like say here, the next five books I'm reading. Once I finish one, one goes to the bottom of the stack and it's more, you know, I kind of balance it out between fiction and nonfiction. Um, when I hear people are like, Oh, fiction's a waste of time. I'm like, well, you're a monster. Is my <laughs> You so watching you, a lot of TV there, buddy. Yeah. Oh, you're out there. You know, who you are. So, um, yes. read some fiction people, but, um, yeah, and I just make notes, and I think what that does is it feeds us, and then later on in March and April, the thaw hits. I've I've done all this re- quote research, where now I'm like I have I have like some creative currency to spend, where I'm mm-hmm. like I've done this reading, I've thought about this, I've thought about this, and writing becomes much easier. It's much more joyful instead of this like, come on, I need a new idea, like. Even my audience isn't like, yeah, we just want to, you know, December, January, February. You don't need to send us a ton of emails on being productive. It's it's literally like we want to hear from you once or twice, you know, once a week, maybe every other week. I'm like, great. But they like to ratchet it up March, April, May and go from there. So I, I just had this mental picture of uh, you can't draw water from a frozen well. Right. You know, and if the, if it's the weather is ice outside, then there's nothing to draw from. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you couldn't metaphorically pour more water into the well by reading. And then when it's time, like it all thaws out and you've got an, and you've got an excess, you're, you're ready cool. to like, you know, the, pr- yeah. the, 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 pri- the water, the prime, the pump has ha- been primed kind of a thing. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I dare somebody out there to, to try this. I dare that. I, in fact, I'm kind of, kind of, I'm kind of daring myself to do this. Yeah. To say, no, ex- explicitly take December ish. And, and I know we're already into the month, but take December ish into say the till, till the time it's about spring and yeah. don't do new things. Don't, you right. know, and, and, you know, and that kind of goes antithetical to, to what some people say in terms of, and what even you say when, when we're talking about resolutions when you've been on the show before. But that doesn't mean stop going to the gym. No, it means still go, like still do. Oh, yeah. The ritualistic stuff that is yeah. good for you. Yeah. <laughs> but it means stop running at a breakneck pace at all times, slow down for a while, yep. and take a look around. Yeah. See where grab, you are. Grab some books that have been sitting on your shelf mm-hmm. and, and start to enjoy them. You know, like just kind of recharge and you're like, and, and I get, I, and Eric, I get stuck in this. I'm like, well, I'm just doing this for me. Like, aren't I a hedonist? Aren't I just a selfish monster if I'm <laughs> doing this for my enjoyment only? And it doesn't produce income or prestige later on. Like I'm a mon- no, like just sit in the recliner drink some tea and enjoy, like, and if you're like, yeah, but I need permission listener, you have permission. Eric and I grant you permission to relax and just ratchet it down a couple notches. Like literally the world will not fall apart. Productivity as a word has this whole producing connotation right. to it. And the problem with that is then it, makes you feel like to be productive, I have to constantly be producing. And that's just not true. No. So I dare you. Like if you can, as you're listening to this, think of ways that you can do some Hugay 
Hugo. Hugo. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Sure. Yes. Hugo. There we go. It's like a mantra. Anyway, uh, if you can figure out some ways to do that in your world for your own sake, to take care of yourself, like, you know, almost say, look, I'm sick for the next three months. How would I act differently? Yeah. You know, and do that, do that self care for yourself, not for anybody else, but everybody else will benefit too if you do it. Yeah. So, Ryan, it's been awesome talking with you. Uh, so great. Thanks for being on the show again. Thank you so much, Eric. Well, that's another podcast crossed off your podcast listening to do list. I hope that you enjoyed this conversation with Ryan McRae. I know that I did. I know I enjoyed listening back to it again. And, uh, I, you know, it, it's just it's appropriate for this time of year to to listen to this conversation again and just kind of let it sink in and think about this recharging, you know, non-working, non-motion, if you will. Uh, time of year and uh, how antithetical that seems when we ha- think about all the things we have to do at the end of the year to do the special things that everybody expects happens. So anyways, uh, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you did, I'd love for you to share this episode. Hit the share button in your podcast player app of choice where you're listening to this now or head on over to the show notes for this episode at beyondthetodolist.com slash 305. Make sure to subscribe if you haven't already. Thank you again for listening. And I will see you next episode.